0: What's
1: up, family, and happy Monday. Happy Monday, Knock Nation. It's the radical redhead Cole Phillips trying to make your Monday far from ordinary right here on No Ordinary Church Girl. Candy conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. So let's get into it, shall we, family? So here's the deal. We got a new series, But God. But God. That's usually how they say it in, in the black Baptist church for my non-black people. But God. And then there's usually some, like, tongues that come behind that. sometimes. For those of y'all don't know, we'll use that another time. Exactly. But, but God Uh, and I'm excited I'm ready to give you some hope encouragement and faith you need to push through press through and rise up into what and who God is calling you to be through the stories that will be shared all this month and I believe God is going to do a great work through the guests we have lined up and I can't wait to read and or hear from all of you who are blessed by the very stories you're going to uh, come it's going to come forth rather out of our guests so family i know you're used to hearing me go through the news you most certainly can't use but we're not doing that today so Aww. i know i know i know it's okay it's all right it's all right because i have a guest okay i have a guest and i think it's very important that we get right down to business we're going to use our time wisely be good stewards of our time okay use wisdom if you will and y'all know if you've been listening you know I'm a goofy goofy little thing and I love to have fun I already got Tamisha Tamisha Hunter by the way yes. is our guest and uh yes. she's already giggling and, yes. and just said I, I was a hot mess before we got started <laughs> today it's all good I I I, I will take it I will take it sis <laughs> so I want Tamisha she's she's actually a little perturbed with me you all because I was going to do her by Wow, and then I changed my mind because I wow. felt in my spirit.
0: What spirit? In
1: the, the, it will. I felt mm-hmm. it in my shenanah <laughs> that I must let you speak on yourself. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I will tell y'all this: she has, uh, she's a mother of three, but we will count hubby. No, no offense, hubby, because you know y'all can y'all can be children sometimes. Not all the time. You are still the head. We are not taking nothing from you. Nothing We're at just all. saying you have needs sometimes that. Sometimes. That mirror that of a child, yes, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to say she has three, sometimes four, depending mm-hmm. on the mood that he's in. right? <laughs> right. She is a certified life coach. Uh, and not only that, ma'am, you go around talking to women and teenage girls or girls in particular, right? Just yes. doesn't have to necessarily be teenage uh, yes. young ladies. But talking about how to be barrier breakers is what I say. But I know you overcome the barriers. Yes. Yes, most definitely. So see, I'm I'm leading into, you, you are, know, I I got a little bit on you. I She's also you been featured bit. in way more medias than mine. Just so you know, her media kit was something else. I was like, yeah, this lady gonna talk about herself. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm like, doing it. of this course okay? you do. Yes, yeah, you. Hey, look, I love the bio. I got to tell you. But Thank I just you. felt like if I did what I knew would have happened, I didn't want to sound scripted cuz we candid. Well, yeah, so right, I want I are. want people to hear from you. What would you okay. like the people to know about who you are, what you're doing and uh, you know, why you're here?
0: Well, I'm Tamisa Hunter, just a country girl from Paris, right. Texas. Very country. All I'm right. a country bunking, as they say it. Um, like she mentioned, I have three kids and a husband. Been married 20 plus years um we're almost empty nesters okay um 20 first of all give it up for that
1: can we get a hand clap
0: for that i mean 20 years is is something else a long time yeah it is i've been with him half my life uh there it is and he went with he went through with it with me actually Mm -hmm. through everything i went through he was i I definitely tell people he's my saving grace there it is um because i didn't know although He did get it the first two or three years, but Mm -hmm. that's because I didn't know who I was. We'll get to that a little bit later. All right, all right. But yes, I am a certified life coach. I cater to women. Um, just trying to help them be who God designed them to be through the Word of God. Okay. Um, I also uh, cater and mentor through to my teen girls, which I have a group called Girls Like Us Too, okay. which is my teen girls, ten through seventeen, which are at high risk. They may be living on the streets or homeless or may be in a domestic violence relationship themselves, themselves not knowing that they are, mm-hmm. and just don't understand the concept of it. So I try to reach out to them to tell them my story and what happened because I was a young. Girl Girl as well when I was in my relationship okay, and so we just try to stick with the word of God to let them know who they are and um, how they can become who God created them to be through the word, and just having that confidence within their self, that having that self-worthiness, knowing that hey, I don't have to put up with this, I am who I am, I was born for such a time as this type thing, so just a lot of encouragement and inspiring and motivation, um, a lot of prayer and just letting them know, hey, you're not the only one that's there, but you can get through it, and I stay on Revelation 12 11, because you know, when you tell your testimony the more you tell your testimony, you know, you heal by the blood of the Lamb, so i try Try to focus on that because the more I tell my testimony, I'm still healed. I might cry too, but those are tears of, to me, I could, I think of cleansing okay. because I'm still cleansing because it's some things that I suppressed for a long time. But the more I tell my story alone, the more I touch people's lives, it's also a help of myself.
1: All right. See? See how well you did that? Mm-hmm. Now I wouldn't have did it like that. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would, I just, <laughs> I already know. Miss Hunter <laughs> is from Paris, Texas.
0: Well, you know, I just don't. I just I don't like titles or anything. Uh-huh. I'm just me. I'm just a girl who decided to say yes to God all the way around in okay. all areas of life, and just being a servant. And I don't like titles because when sometimes people when people put titles on you, it becomes an issue. And I just want them to just see God's light in me, through me, and around me, and knowing that I'm an overcomer. That's all it is. So there when people is. like, you know, tell yourself, tell about you, mm, we could be here <laughs> all day. But I don't want to like brag because there's nothing to brag about i'm just i'm blessed um i definitely have had mercy and grace chase me all my life and now that i'm here i'm a prodigal of grace i always tell myself i'm a prodigal daughter um that's just living through the word
1: all right Mm. so let's talk about where it began when you think about the abuse that you suffered when you think about the wounds that you've had to walk out and now be healed from where can you pinpoint where it started
0: I think it started when I was young. Um, When I was growing up, my father told me that I was not his child. And my mom... Um, she told me that I wasn't supposed to be in here, okay. but my sister was planned. So for many years, I didn't understand it because I felt like on one end, my, my dad didn't want me. And then on the other end, my mom said I wasn't supposed to be here. So where I supposed to be? Right. So um, I didn't have, I felt like the love. Now, don't get me wrong. My mom is the best. We have the best relationship. But during that time, I think. For a generational, she didn't know how to love me or how to speak to me. She talked at me. Okay. So I don't know what the problem was. But I want I chase love in all the wrong places because I was seeking for that. And then even when my dad came into my life a little bit later, um, he still wasn't like in my life because he would come pick me up. He would take me over his girlfriend house and he'll leave me. So mm-hmm. I really didn't have no time with them. I was just with his girlfriend and my cousin. So I really didn't still didn't have a relation with relationship with them. So then when I turned around and got a little older, you know, I allowed um, to be treated a certain way because I was feet wanted that attention mm-hmm. from even a male perspective. My granddaddy, when he was alive, he gave me that love, I believe, and I. Um, he, he was like, I was pretty much his favorite grandchild, as people say. My grandmama said I had my finger in my big daddy's eye, which I never understood it.
1: I was going to say, what now what does that mean? That see, I'm from it's... Michigan. I ain't never heard nothing <laughs> like that.
0: country
1: monkey. <laughs> uh-huh. Go on See, from my, for my <laughs> country folks, y'all probably already know what that is. I, I, I don't. Okay. So help. So well, break the, that down. The
0: finger in the eye <laughs> means that you were pretty much spoiled. Okay. Um, he got your back finger no matter in what. The, eye,
1: though. I just, the finger in the eye, the,
0: the visual eye. doesn't... <laughs> Like (laughs) Italian Daddy's got a smirk on his face because he's feeling me. He's
1: like, I don't, I don't get it either.
0: But you know, (laughs) I didn't get it. I didn't understand until I got older. I didn't, but then I realized because if I called my big daddy, no matter what it was, my big daddy was there, and he called me Pee Wee. Whatever Pee Wee wanted, Pee Wee got. But then I just thought that was just my big daddy, you know. And then when he passed, I felt like part of my heart went away. Mm. But um, I believe that's when it started because then. I started, uh, seeking the attention in all the wrong places. Um, I learned everything from the street cause even my mom didn't talk to me. She didn't talk to me how to be a girl. You know, when she thought that I was having sex, which I wasn't, she just automatically took me down to Planned Parenthood and put me on pills. Wow. Why? Okay. You didn't talk to me. I would have told you that I wasn't having sex, but she talked at me. And, um, it was a time when I had a boyfriend and, um, I, this goes back to the abuse because my auntie was talking to a guy and um he was always trying to phone to me. And even though I tried to tell them, they didn't believe me. So that goes back to, okay, you said I wasn't supposed to be in here. My daddy don't love me. Right. I'm trying to communicate and tell you what's going on, right. but you're not listening to me. So then I felt like, again, I wasn't loved. So one night I remember, um, standing in my aunt's house and, um, my boyfriend was came over, but he left. And so the guy came in and tried to touch me, and luckily he got distracted. And um, I called my boyfriend and told him what happened, so he came back up to the house and walked me home. Well, when I got home, I guess in the meantime, my mom called up to my aunt's house, and um, she asked him where I was, and he said, Well, she left with that dude that was here that spent the night last night. He didn't spend the night, but that's what he told my mom. So when I got home, my mom opened up the door. She immediately tried to beat me instead of trying to allow me to explain what it was. So then I felt like here I am again, don't have a voice. I'm trying to tell you what's going on. It's not important enough. And you don't value me enough to at least listen to what I had to say. And then I ran away from home. All of this was in my childhood. I was going to say, so how old were you when this happened? You know, I suppressed a lot of it. Um, I would say anywhere from 15 and up. Okay. It was 15 and up. But even if 15 below, um, I still was like, I grew up with my grandparents around all my cousins who were all boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty much the only girl. My sister, she was living with us, but she went to go stay with her dad for a little while. But when she came back home... You know, my mom tried to get me to take her with me, and I was trying to be fast as back in the day. Didn't want my sister with me. Of right, who would right. older sibling <laughs> want your just little sister with right. me? Telling the business you and know, everything else. everything else. And so because I've, I, I always got whoopings, I got whoopings left and right. If it wasn't whoopings at home, it was whoopings at school because mm-hmm. I was bullied too. Okay, So I'm always fighting, I'm always trying to explain. I was trying to get people to understand who I was. And so it just led up to... When my sister tried to go with me, I didn't want her to go. I would beat up on her because that's all I knew. Everybody wanted to fight me, so let me fight on her. And to this day, she and I still don't have a relationship. And I mm-hmm. think it's because she still holds on to that. And no matter how much I try to apologize for what reason, I don't know. I just apologize because I want my sister in a relationship. I wrote her a letter. That didn't work. I even tried to buy her love. That didn't work. So I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I just said, God, I'm allow you to work that out, and I can't deal with it because you have to work it out because right. I don't know what it is. I don't apologize for things I knew of and things I didn't know to try to have a relationship, but that's not what it is. I have relationship with other people who I consider my sisters that could really be my blood sisters because I didn't have that relationship as well. So and that happens. you have my mom, my dad, then you have my auntie who still stayed with the guy that tried to molest me, and then you have my sister. So I had all four of these elements in my life, not knowing what to do, how to do it, why I'm getting treated this way, why are they showing more, you know, attention to this and that or what have you. My mom told me I better not get out of school. I better graduate. I better not have kids. Well, my sister didn't graduate at the time, and she had kids. It was no problem. I better go to college. Went to college. Had a 3.75 GPA on campus. But time she came and got me, that's when I ended up meeting um, my abuser um because I rebelled a little bit too because I felt like she took my life away from me because I'm Mm -hmm. like you didn't want me you didn't want me here my dad didn't want me you know I remember going off to college and I said uh daddy can you um buy me some tires for my car he said that um he didn't have any money but then guess what the next week he took him and his family to Disney World Mm -hmm. well that's why he had no money But I'm your only blood, your only child, your only blood child. So again, rejection after rejection after rejection. And I was, it was hard because I was like, okay, what do I need to do? How can I prove to people that this is me? I'm here. Right. I deserve to be loved just like everyone else. But I fought through it a lot of time, which led into me allowing myself to be in that abusive relationship would allow me to think of being suicidal thoughts, allow me to be depressed. That just all those negative things that would come up into my mind because I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I wasn't important enough for people to understand. So I developed a, a strong sense of skull around myself, which I don't call it a wall or anything. I protect, it was a skull because, you know, skull is hard. So it's like, I don't care anymore. So I allowed myself just to take every lick that I received and just allow myself to be in that relationship for about five years until I realized who I was within myself. And I'm just a talking.
1: You can, because I, I I'm, I'm, I'm I hear you. I got to take, because I already got all the stuff that I'm going to pull right on out of that. Because <laughs> wow. the, the, well, the thing is, okay, so when you go back to where this all began, it, it began in childhood. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we don't address the issues of our childhood mm-hmm. that manifest in our adulthood or that manifest as we continue to um, evolve as teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. And find identity, if you will. Um, also being that I work a lot with single mothers, I am a single mother, two boys. And so I recognize now I wanted to ask at the time when um, all that was happening between you and your mother, 15, sometimes younger, at what point was she a single mom?
0: the whole time the whole time
1: okay so and that and not that it makes sense but oftentimes there could have been pain mom was dealing with you were a reminder of what dad did not do or mm-hmm. did do right mm-hmm. and unfortunately transfers not saying that that's what it was but that's often what we find mm-hmm. especially in a single parent household and i'm i'm a huge activists about awareness of what we need to be aware of as single parents and how we better guard our children and help grow them the right Right. way. When the time comes, if we choose to be married again, if that's the case and we're divorced or we just never have gotten married and want to Mm -hmm. be married, we have to address those things um, with our children. Right. Mm And so I can see, as you were talking, where it started in childhood, and the root, and it sounds like you identified the root was the abuse you you dealt with emotionally at home, and then some of the physical, obviously too. Mm-hmm. but the emotional abuse of Dad said, "You're not mine. Mom said you weren't supposed to be here, right? Those two are rejection. Right. so from the two that were given to you that were supposed to be the ones to pour out what is the God image, Christ-like image of love, right mm-hmm. said nah, I'm good on that. And I've got my own pain and I'm not dealing with that, if you will. And so you had to walk that out. Right. 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 And so let's speed forward, get to. So at this point we are at the abuser in college. Right. Mm -hmm. So would it be safe to say that he started off very sweet or
0: would Did you miss it at the very beginning? I missed it at the very beginning because I wanted that attention and that, that love or that affection um, okay. From the male figure, so I missed it. I suppressed a lot, um, but more and more I talk about it, the more and more I remember. But I definitely missed it. I couldn't even tell you when it began. All I know, next thing I know, I was getting hit upside the head with two by fours. Really? Yes. I have a scar in the back of my head. I had to get thirty-two stitches where he hit me in back of the head with a two by four.
1: Wow. Yes. And and I, you went back after that, or was yes. that the end of? Okay. No, I went back.
0: Okay. I went back because we used to, we was homeless. We okay. stayed in every hotel it was back home and we got a kicked out of every hotel um, for, because fighting. for fighting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And because he was in the drug life as well, okay. um, people were jealous. So when people knew where we were, they told it. So of course they would come do drug raids and, and everything. And I was there in the room and I should have been in jail up under uh-huh. the jail of dead because there's been times where they found all type of um dope in the room and they let me go. Really? That's, I did not realize it at that time that God had his hand on me, but he uh, kept absolutely, me. Absolutely, ma'am. He definitely kept me. I remember a time we was in this one hotel and he had dope. He had all the way around the hotel room in the phones and the pillows and the bed and wow. up, in the, at, up in the vents and everything. And when they came, they saw all the drugs. They found the drugs. I was sitting on the bed. They handcuffed him and everything. He was looking at me out, mean, mugging at me. You better not say nothing. You better not say nothing. Which I wasn't going to say anything. I was more scared than anything. Yeah. yeah. So they was like, you can go, ma'am. I mm. like, what? They said, you can go. So they had pulled him out on the balcony. And apparently he had some dope in his pocket because he threw it across the... Um, parking lot mm-hmm. and he told me when he left for me to come back out there to get it and that's how I would have some money because they had confiscated all the money and all the drugs and so I didn't to have anything so I called a ride that came and got me and then after police left we went out there looking for the dope so that I can sell it so that I can have some money to get another hotel room mm. but it would be times when they knew my car so they would stop my car just because and yeah. he might have marijuana in there again they wouldn't take me they'll take him wow. but then i run right down there and bail him out
1: each so the, what? Every time. So you get two by four, 32 stitches. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you know mm-hmm. I can relate. Mine was just you choked me and I I went black. It went a little dark and I said, okay, yeah, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And my mother lived less than seven minutes away from me. When one of my stuff was happening. So, what was the but God moment? When when did the light bulb go off where you made that break?
0: Um, going to see. Let me see. Because after the two by four, we had the you see this scar? I don't know if you can see this. No, scar. your makeup okay. is great. Really? Yeah. Oh, hey, Hey, girl. Man. Man. girl all right. Um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he hit, pulled the trunk down on my forehead and made that scar get there. This scar here came from another. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, This scar here came from another hit upside the head with a tree limb, and because I'm kilo or prone, every time I got a cut or a hit, I kilo it up. Oh. So let me see. Yeah. A lot of licks that I took. Yes, that I you did. Because you know he alienated me from my family. Okay. Um, he actually had me afraid because one time I tried to leave him and I went to my grand, my big daddy's house. He didn't care. He walked right up into the house, pushed my big daddy, and when came back to the back with me, and he told me that he was going to kill my grandfather, and I was scared. So I went with him because wow. I was afraid that he was going to do it. Because the police didn't do anything. They knew that I was getting beat. They yeah. didn't try to do anything. All they cared about was the drugs. Yeah. So I couldn't call them for help. So who could I go? So then um, my mom, she wanted me to get away from them so bad. And I just felt like she was just doing it because I remember she came to pick me up from college. So I felt like she took my life away. So I'm like, you just don't want me to be with them. Da, 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 da. So her, she and I was into it. So I didn't have no place to go. So I stayed with them. You know, everyone knew that we were fighting Yeah. left and right. No one ever did anything. No one ever tried to help. No one ever tried to come talk to me or I can, I didn't have a place where I can go speak to someone to feel comfortable enough to try to get the strength to leave. None of that. And so so. It, it sounds like even in staying with him, you were looking for someone
1: and I don't want to say to rescue you, but someone to care, yeah, someone to say like, to Hey, I see it. This ain't okay, and we got your back, and this ain't happening no more. No like I looking for even. that protection that a father would give, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that typically would stand up for his baby girl and
0: say, "Oh, right, know, a bunch of colorful words right. that I yeah. want." To <laughs> <say>. <laughs> right, we're not gonna have that. No, I didn't yeah. have that. So, okay. he, I felt like at the time he was my protector, but he really wasn't. Right, you know, when you can't go outside to the mailbox. So you had one of them almost,
1: not quite, R. Kelly moments. Man, yes, I did. Like,
0: almost, because
1: R. Kelly mm-hmm. was on some other stuff. Yeah, but, and he know. was on
0: some other stuff, too. Yeah. But I think my last moment was when um, he went to jail, and I couldn't get him out right away. He So he stayed in, I think, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. So he was upset because I couldn't get him out. And then the dope that he did have that was in the freezer, so I guess it shrunk, I don't know, something was wrong with it. So when he did get out of jail and he wasn't happy with what was in the refrigerator, it started. So that was the last duplex apartment that we lived in. Mm. We tore that apartment up. I actually fought back. Okay. We tore every window, every mirror, everything wow. you can think of was tore up in that house. Um, I remember when I left, I had um, knocked out the windows of his car because I didn't want him to come chasing after me. And I didn't live too far from my mom's house. And um, when he hit me, he hit me so hard that I saw birds. I don't know what I saw. I saw the red dots or something Wow. I thought were birds. And so I somehow, someway, I got the strength because I said, God, I need you. When I said that, I got the strength. And um, I hit him with something I don't remember. But um, after I hit him, um, I had blood from my head. My shirt was torn. my breast was hanging out, and I had blood everywhere. My my clothes was torn off of me, and I was walking down the street. Wow. Cars just passing. No one stopped. Wow. You see this lady half-dressed, blood everywhere, and you keep going. And as I was walking, I was like, I'm not going back. And I went to my mom's house, and she embraced me. And I decided I wasn't going to ever take another lick from another man again. And when I did that, that's my, but God, come to Jesus moment is yeah. at that point when I told him I needed help because when he hit me, I felt like I was actually gone. It wasn't the same hit when I got hit with two by four mm-hmm. or anything else they hit me with before. It was that one hit that I felt like either he knocked something in me or something went out of me. I don't know what it was. And I might mm-hmm. have been a demon going up out of me because that's was like, you. I'm done. And I left. Wow. And He tried for eight months to um, get me back. I refused to go back. And then that's when I met my husband, but we'll come back to that. Because I wasn't looking for love.
1: So when you think of talking to someone, and thank you, first of all, for sharing that. I know whenever we talk about dark moments uh, in our lives, depending on the depths of that darkness, it's always going to tug at an emotion. I don't care how many times... um, We can talk about it. It's still always going to pull because it's a a vivid memory. Um, I can think of different situations that I've had to walk outside. I just have to first say thank you for sharing that because I know that was a lot. When you see someone in that place, because you can see it, Mm -hmm. there are visual signs of someone dealing with domestic abuse, emotional abuse as well, mental, if you will. You can see it. Uh, I remember seeing a young lady who uh, wasn't a single mother at the time, but she was separated, technically single mother, but separated from her husband at the time. The only reason I knew it was because she started to be really frail looking. Mm. And so she showed the very signs of, she was always naturally thin, but she looked sickly. And there's a difference. To be naturally thin is something that I can say that I am. I don't have to fight to be (laughs) in in great shape. (laughs) Yes, I have to fight to have like chisel stuff. But I ain't got to fight to say then. I'm not going to lie about that. But you could just see the difference. And I knew I needed to say something, whether anyone else wanted to say anything. So, kind of like that same picture, you walking, I can visualize you walking and nobody being willing to stop, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing her day after day, and I'm like, that's just, that's not right. I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot continue mm-hmm. to watch this woman come in and out of my office looking the way she looks. And so, when you see someone, And you know they're going through and and sometimes they're not close to you and sometimes they are. Um, How do you take the approach that you have now? How your ministry was birthed? um, How do you go about this testimony and walking it out and helping another, if you will?
0: Honestly, I have to say I have to give God that credit because every woman, every person he has put in my life that is serving through that. He has brought them to me Mm -hmm. and I was able to sense it. And then somehow, some way, we become the best of friends where they can, uh, they can speak on the truth and let it go. And the next thing I know, I'm telling them my testimony and how I overcame it. I don't, I see it, but for some reason, they're always drawn to me. And so I ask God to continue to allow them to come to me or put me in a position where I'm able to see that or recognize it to be able to be the vessel that he needs to help somebody to get out of this situation. Um, and then it goes from there. It's definitely not me. Um, even though I can see it, I don't have to say a word somehow, some way the connection is made.
1: And so I'm gonna challenge you on that one only because I can. Mm. Uh-huh. So I always like to say this to those cause I say it over myself. It's, it is you because there's choice, right? He gives us free will. Yes, he does. So we have to choose to be the vessel because he can say you're the vessel, but you have to choose to be it. And many of us choose not to. Oh, um, and you, know. yeah. So um, it is you. I I remember hearing uh, T D. Jake's talk to uh, Charlemagne the God, who was of the Breakfast Club, a, a pretty popular. Um, Uh, radio show Mm -hmm. and he has been abused. He has went through a lot. Um, And you can tell by not only his demeanor sometimes, but just the way he speaks. Mm -hmm, And he talks mm -hmm. about mental abuse. He's written a book uh, recently about it and his story of therapy and whatnot. But T.D. Jakes challenged him just like I'm saying here because he said, you know, I don't deserve this. It's not me. He said, no, no, it is you because God chooses just like he chose David. I knew you was going there. Oh yeah. Just like he chose David. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, at the end of the day, he chose Saul Mm -hmm. and he chose David. Mm -hmm. Right. But just like it got taken from Saul, the king, the being king got taken from Saul because Saul didn't handle it. Right. Right. And then David had to come. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's plenty of women who are out there right now who have dealt with domestic violence, who have dealt with different types of mental abuses that are not standing up and helping their fellow sister or fellow mm -hmm. fellow uh, brother, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, because of fear. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because when we start talking too much about uh what god has brought us out of what he's bringing us to mm-hmm. and how he's uh, called caused us to live in an abundance right because that's mm-hmm. where the hubby came from right. out yes, of all of that he did. oftentimes you know people are going to come for you right and and they're going to do that and it's oh, a choice every day it's a choice Ooh, and I so did. i had to challenge you on Ooh, that let's, because no, let's, i'm ready for the challenge because <laughs> you've been chosen so i appreciate you <laughs> Sitting here and so it is you and it's him working through you, like you said, as a vessel, but it is you.
0: Okay. Well, let me say I ran from him a long time. There you go. I did not want to do it. I didn't understand why they were coming to me. I didn't understand why um, people were I can relate to them in some form of fashion. Right. Um. When I started, I was like, why is this happening to me? But everyone he brought to me, I can tap into some part of my past. But see, that's when I didn't know who I was within Christ. I didn't know that he chose me. I kind of figured it, but then I would doubt myself because I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I wasn't worthy to be able to speak with them to help them understand who they were Tell them my story and say, see, look, I overcame it. Because what they saw was, oh, she got it together. No, ma'am, I do not have not had it together. I fought with God. Me, like you and I having a the comments, I said, God, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm done. When I started my for-profit, I got hurt so bad because I was trying to pour into ladies. But those wasn't the ladies I needed to pour into. Because all they saw was the limelight that I was going through. And so I felt like, okay, this is not for me. This is not what you want me to do. So what is it? So then I... I would go on a hiatus in a minute. I would go in deep cover. I wouldn't talk to nobody with my family because I didn't understand it. When he came to me one night, it scared me half to death because I actually heard his voice like so clearly. And he told me that I was chosen, that I just need to be obedient. But I'm like, I won't be obedient because I still was trying to be in the world, trying to still be this cool girl that didn't want them to define. I didn't want. I was still out in the world to define me, and then I still wanted the world to think I was this cool chick, still being over here. But then I'm over here getting torn over here. Like, okay, I know I need to do this. I feel like he's talking to me. Why can't I hear him? Um, why can I see things? I feel like I'm prophetic. And I'm like, that's not me. So I would down it. I would turn it off. I didn't want to deal with it. I try to go do things to make me feel good. Yeah. But in the hard time, I was still running for myself and hurting myself. But I just recently feel, realized that I was chosen for such a time as this. That's when I said completely yes to him, to all areas in my life, not just give him a little bit, not giving him a big toe and then taking the big toe back, but giving him all of me for him to use me to what he wanted to be using. When he done that, when I did that, he allowed the platforms to come for me to be able to go out. When I started my for profit, I had visions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, when I didn't know who I was, I didn't know what those visions were. They were clear as water though, and I'm like, why can I see this so clearly? You know, but when I got busy. Trying to be who everybody wanted me to be, trying to still be a wife or your mother, a CEO, running to come and still work in Corp America at the same time. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand it. I was getting pulled in so many different ways. And I had a dream one night, and um, it was about snakes. And he kept telling me, just stay focused on him. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking around, I see snakes all the way around me. He said, just stay focused on me. I kept looking at God, and when I turned to the left, No, I turned to the right. I got bit on the left. I got bit on my hand. Mm -hmm. So he said, I told you to stay focused on me. He said, the people that was around you were snakes. But you felt like you needed them, which I did, because I was still trying to be that person. Oh, yeah, I went through it, but I didn't want you to know I went through it. I didn't want to tell you all the gutter part of it. I didn't want you to sit here and know that I was out here in the ditch and I almost tried to commit suicide. I didn't want you to know that I got hit upside the head with a two by four, nor I still stay with him, nor I getting kicked out. I didn't want nobody to know the gutter part of my life.
1: And it's by the gutter that the glory comes forward and see oftentimes I think that it's so important that people understand being transparent. Now everybody can't handle transparency either. We got to be careful that we, we speak in a place of we are speaking to those who we know that we are called to and who are purposed to serve. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes this is where we get in trouble. Like you said, getting bit because you have people around you and we're trying to serve them again, trying Mm -hmm. to be something that I'm not right Right. when we should be serving those that we are sent to. And Mm so when you, um, when you think about what you're doing right now, and you talked about girls like me too, right? Talk about talk about what we're doing there. Girls so, like us, too. like us too. I'm sorry, like, no, I said me good. too. I apologize. Because it hasn't
0: really officially been launched. Because I don't tell okay. everybody what I do because I feel like they are very um, fragile. Okay. And it's not always about what you know and what we're doing. Long as just touching the lives that need to be touched. So we, the goal is to um, have empowerment workshops. Um, like we do with women like us, the Bible studies, outings. Like we have an outing coming up that I'm hoping we'll be able to have the girls come out to do. But just being in their world, but turning around to where they know that it's okay for them to be their true selves and not what somebody else wants them to be, or allowing somebody else to define them to be who they want them to be, and not for them to be for themselves.
1: Okay. So how did hubby? And, and then I want you to tell people what you got coming up, what you're doing, and and I would like for you to, of course, share if you had three just to start right four is a number of creation but we'll start with three because three is where you need to take action so when you think about steps to start taking a move to get out of that situation you're speaking to someone dealing with it right now right i want you to just kind of let that labor a little bit and what Mm -hmm. you would tell someone but how has hubby been instrumental in where you are today
0: oh gosh um when we met i was in that phase of fighting, I was abusive myself because I was okay. in an abusive relationship so much. The first, what, four or five years, I was abusive to him mentally and physically because that's all I knew was to fight. Um, but he stayed in there. Okay. He always told me, don't worry about what people said. Don't worry about my mom. Um, Don't care about that. Just worry about yourself. He always gave me encouraging words. Um, He empowered me from the inside out to help me tap into that of what I had inside of me to bring it out. Then what I was searching for those years, he was my, that's why I say he's my grace because he allowed his love to love me the way that he knew how for me to see it, Mm -hmm. for me to receive it. And for me to put down my guard and for me to understand that it is true love. So that's why I say he's my true love and he's my grace.
1: And why he's put in them 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) and got in them 20 years. He said, yeah, I did. I earned my stripes with this woman. (laughs) I know, right?
0: (laughs) Better give me, put some
1: respect (laughs) on my name.
0: <laughs> shout out. no what's his name I'm sorry shout out Let's give him a shout out Jonathan Hunter I love you baby I like Jonathan see I like
1: <laughs> I like Jonathan there's Jonathan McReynolds just like killed the stellars here uh recently and then there's Jonathan Trailer. He's a local artist, gospel artist doing his things. So I like Jonathan you know, Jonathan I'm, the, I'm
0: the Baptist, that's what they There you go. Right? There yeah. you go. So <laughs> shout out to Jonathan yes. taking care of this, yes. this hunt over here representing. Yes, most definitely. I couldn't I couldn't do what I do now if it hadn't been for him just standing there with me from the beginning. It. I love it. So when you think about the steps, somebody's in this
1: space right now. Somebody is dealing with abuse on a level that they never saw themselves being involved in or they've been in it too long, right? It's not they're, they're, At any time, it's too long, but we're talking some just serious dark stuff has happened like yourself. Um, what would you say? How would you try to guide them out? Oh, that's Something, a
0: tough question. Never. Everybody's situation is like different. It but is. if I had to say overall, there you go, it would be more of asking yourself, do you deserve that lick? that you receive do you deserve the pain that you receive from the lick do you deserve to receive every bruise or every mark from that and then from there if you know that you don't deserve it what what can you do about it to help yourself migrate out of it how would you do would you speak your voice has power write down journal Write down what it is that hurt you. Then write down what it is that you would like to do. And then um, you said three or four. What'd you say? I, I started with three,
1: but we're going to go with four. four. You, of course. Boy, you be you I know. challenging somebody. I'm
0: sneaky like that, girl. Because I told you, everybody's <laughs> situation is different. But it is. Once you, you, know, you identify what it is and what you want, and then it's like, okay, where do, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? Um, Do you want to be in that relationship or do you want to see yourself blossom? And then if you do, see yourself in that good place, you know, get you something that you want to do that you where you want to go or the life you want to live or the way you want to dress and then strive for that, like, you know, creating a vision board or, um, doing some type of palette or something, but just training your mind to think positive thoughts to, of yourself and just telling yourself some positive affirmation that you're beautiful, that you don't deserve this, that you are a child of God and things like that. I like it. See, it wasn't that hard. You, But
1: when I tell you, you the challenge. I, that's what I'm here for, though. That's I am see. Here for. I see. <laughs> so what you got coming up? Talk to us about what you got going uh, on. I know you, I don't I don't like talking But you. Ooh, no, you, you did running. not. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You don't want to talk about yourself. The whole segment about you don't want to talk I about see. yourself. I
0: um, we, Well, we have what do we have coming up? We have our. April birthday celebration. So everybody that has a birthday in April, as they go to the website and submit their information, they get a special gift from me. Oh, wow, look at that. Then we also, Anybody
1: birthday in April, your birthday <laughs> in
0: April. I know it's not my birthday until October. Birthday. Well, Darn it. When October come, you submit
1: your submission. Amen. I want all the Bless women God. to feel special. Oh, you can't get any. Sorry. To tell you Is that you're not a man. Oh I mean, God. you're a man, but you're not a woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> y'all both Scorpios. Please uh, tell me y'all not both Scorpios. I think we are. Right. Oh, that's right.
1: Oh. Mm. Whatever.
0: Mm.
1: Don't be mad because it's Scorpio up in here.
0: Mm. And I'm it. a Capricorn. Hey,
1: Cap. You're okay. my sister. My baby so uh,
0: <laughs> then we have our July 20th event, which is our faith. I call it Faith Family Fellowship Night. Okay. Um, where the Dallas Wings. Um, with the with Women's National Basketball Association, yeah, they chose us as their nonprofit, so Look they wants there. to give us a night to come in and just enjoy ourselves with friends and family so we have i know that to god be the glory so we have tickets on sale for that um part of proceeds do go back into women like us as well as girls like us too okay that's on july the 20th so everybody go to the website and purchase a ticket and support Absolutely. your girl and then the biggest event that we have coming up is on august the 10th the mm-hmm. unmasking conference, women like us, unmasking conference. I'm right. so excited! About I can this tell conference. the way she said it. <laughs> unmasking conference, because girl, we are gonna pull back the layers that's hiding us behind our true selves.
1: All right.
0: We have some phenomenal speakers that's coming in. We have some phenomenal entertainment that's coming in, and some deliverance. So bring your tissues. So that's on August the 10th. Okay. You can go to the website to purchase tickets, which is www. I was gonna say, tell me that website girl, I'm now. Give it to you. All right. www.womenlikeusinc.inc.org. Y'all see how she (laughs) checked
1: me? I caught that. She checked me because I said women like me, or I said girls like me too. I just jacked it all up. Not intentionally, but she well, smooth spirit I, checked I, me. I caught it.
0: I just, well, I just want to make sure the people know so they will not go out there and say for That's ones. why I only I talked exactly once women. about it. See, that's, that's, that's See, why girls like us too. And Boom. then women like us. It's all in the girls same. Girls like one. us too. Yeah. Women like us. Give them the website again. It's www.womenlikeusinc. Mm-hmm. There it dot is.
1: Or There it is. (laughs) Remember it. Replay this episode a lot, a lot, so you can get it right. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to my intro. Just listen to what Miss Hunter said. You you are silly. You
0: like (laughs) silly right now.
1: Hey, that's me. I promise you. I think I missed my calling of being a comedian. But there's still time because who knows? I Between might end up somebody's you and an I Italian
0: think. stallion or I couldn't, I don't hey, know. Hey, that's why I love my man. He,
1: mm. he's, he's my dude. He helps <laughs> me out. He keeps me right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't wrong well, with I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for I having really me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing uh, your story. And I think that well, I know it's not I think I know that many are going to be touched. And also there's going to be a light bulb that goes off for many about Mm -hmm. where they are, because I think it's very important. Something I say to uh, something can't talk anymore. I say to a a lot of women that I talk to that are dealing with various areas of abuse is one recognize where you are. Mm -hmm. You got to recognize where you are and accept it. Mm-hmm. Now that does not say you're accepting to stay. It's I accept that I am here. Right. This is where I'm at right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Now who or what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And once you figure those two out, take action, take action, right? We got to execute and be- because it is a life or death situation. It and is. it's not necessarily in the moment of the physical abuse a lot of times it's from the mental replay. This Man. is why suicide is so high long after they've left the abuser. It's the mental replay of, will I really be able to survive? Will, will they come after me? Mm-hmm. Uh, will they try to kill me? There's so many yeah, areas okay. of fear that causes the mm. level of anxiety, which causes the level of suicide to go higher when they leave. Not so much when they're there. There's
0: when they leave. that's what happened to me. Girl, if we had four hours, five, 24 hours, we'll be here all night. If I can tell you, that just I no I understand I understand because it was it definitely was the fear which kept me. okay I know we're gonna go but it's, it's it okay. was def, it was definitely the fear that kept me there was that yeah. until I empowered myself and and, and
1: I like, and so and I and and that's something I want you to leave us with so I'll give you all you know I say this all the time woman. Of uh, after God's own heart, if you will, kind of like David. But I'm a woman who lives out the principles of God's word. Didn't say I was perfect, but just I do my best to live out His word. And so for me, it's always Second Timothy. I gave that to my sons. Second Timothy one and seven. They learned it out of the New Living Translation because I like the ending of it, uh, and which is, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and or excuse me, for God did not give us the spirit of fear or timidity. I, gotta, I can't forget that mm-hmm. spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self discipline. Because as two boys growing men they need to learn how to discipline themselves in a lot of areas right and so that's the translation that i've given but you mentioned the very beginning of scripture revelation i want to say 12 12, 11 11. yeah so why don't you tell us that scripture so they can
0: have that one as well it's totally go away from me it's okay because the word of the lamb is the word of my testament wait hold on let me get that's all right Cause look cause like then I You threw me my on the spot. You shouldn't have I'm, did it. Yay. Yeah, hey, look here. And I this can't is believe why it's candid. To I know it all the time. Ma'am. Give me like the first thing. That's all right. I, I got finishing. you. Revelations twelve, 12 11. eleven. I got you.
1: Now, it might be on a different version. Which version? You do New King James?
0: What doing? It doesn't matter which okay. one you <laughs> By the word of my testimony. <laughs> they blooded. won the
1: victory over him because Mm-mm. of the blood. See, I told you you wasn't going to like that one. That's God's word translation. Which one translation. you won't? Go to NIV. Go to we, I'll go to NIV, girl. Here we go. See, that's the beauty of Candid. This is how it goes out. Right? They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the, the word, word of, of testimony. There you go. Go. That's See, They they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. See, now go to uh,
0: New King New King James.
1: See, I knew you. I See, that's why I said you the <laughs> King James girl. <laughs> I ran from King James a long time ago. Oh long my time. Goodness. Here you go. So this one you want them to hold. And they overcame him by the blood of the yeah, Lamb and, and by word the word of, the the of their testimony. testimony. That's it right and they there. They did not love their lives to death. All That's right. it. There it is. So yeah, they've got like Revelations that. 12 and 11, and we have 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to meditate on those two scriptures. Allow them to speak to you. And again, if you're in any type of abusive situation, remember, acknowledge where you are, because acknowledging where you are helps you to wake up. Once you acknowledge where you are, identify who or what you need to do who you need to contact, excuse me, and what you need to do, then take action. All right. Mm -hmm. So I pray that this message fed you well, spoke to your spirit, and that you are encouraged today. Ms. Hunter, again, thank you so much for being here with us. Now, family, that's it. That's all for today. So it is Monday. So make sure this Monday you make it far from ordinary. You continue to walk out the best you can, your lives in the manner that God is showing you. And remember, we can keep the conversation going. I got some great DMs. I just, I just, I'm not ready to share yet, but I'm gonna share. So just remember, you can continue to drop those DMs at no ordinary church girl. And I will be uh, starting to tell you some of these DMs. We're going to dialogue about it. And then be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, no ordinary church girl, where additional inspiration and information, Information, as well as behind the scenes videos and pics, can be found. Until next time, may your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you guys.